How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? It's Sir Sturdy from the Horror Sir Sturdy Podcast, and you are listening to the Ha Podcast, and I'll see you in your nightmares. This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey everybody, we are back, our podcast, this is Dino, and Michelle, hope everybody is doing well, how are you? Uh, still tired. <laughs> Not good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I've had one, had one for weekend, and a Monday, yeah. So this week has been a hell of a month? Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were you were busy. Um, I feel like it started Thursday night, but I have no idea what I did Thursday night. I can't remember. And then Friday was getting everybody ready to for the weekend because the two young Marines in the family had a service event this weekend, right? Both Saturday and Sunday. And it started at 6 o'clock in the morning, an hour away. So I didn't feel like having to get up at 3.30 or 4. So we decided to get a hotel. Right. And, yeah, it just was one cluster after another. Yeah. Starting with getting all the way up there and realizing I forgot my pocketbook at home. Right. (laughs) So then T.T. and I hopped in the car (laughs) and met you halfway up. Right. To give you the pocketbook. Yep. Then we drove back. <laughs> and that was after T.T. got mauled by the cat. That was after, yeah, she got, <laughs> yeah, so we were doing great too. <laughs> and then got my pocketbook and tried to go to the hotel. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, we pulled up and Killian was like, Mom, we are not staying here. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, that doesn't look very good. <laughs> It was a uh, house of ill repute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it was a two-story hotel where all the rooms were facing in one direction. Mm-hmm. And there's probably maybe only, like, six rooms. Eight max mm-hmm. on, like, the, you know, eight on the, so maybe, like, 16 total, eight right. on each floor. I'm sorry, I just couldn't get that out. Okay. And, like, people are sitting in, like, lawn chairs outside the open doors. Like, you don't typically see that. You do if they live there. Yeah. Because when I did pest control, we did a lot of hotels in Columbia. Yeah, in the not-too-nice part of Columbia. And, yeah, they live, people live there. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was just a whole vibe that we got. We couldn't place a finger on it exactly, but, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, as I'm pulling out of the parking lot, I was calling the company that I used to book the motel. 
and basically they called a they called the hotel and the hotel said that even though I was canceling I was canceling outside of the window so they wouldn't give they wouldn't give me money back they'd actually charge the whole amount yeah outside of the window because I actually saw what your rat hole of a place looked like as I said you know I planned on keeping the booking that's why I didn't cancel in the window right but when I got there there was no way I could stay there with just two young kids no no and not safe and so we went to another hotel that lit that one was full but i decided to ask you know if she had any recommendations the woman was sitting in a chair 10 feet away from uh the little you know where they have those little like circular metal things to talk through the glass she was 10 feet away from that and trying to talk to me yeah so i just said forget it i'll find one on my own Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did find a we actually did find a place to stay and I was talking with the guy there and um, you know it's the place that leaves the light on for you uh-huh. you know so he was he was very nice I kind of you know I told him I said well we had another place and we got there and we couldn't stay and he said well can you you know do you mind telling me where it was and I said and I told him what it was he goes oh yeah no you don't want to stay there <laughs> he goes they are known um for their uh, drugs and prostitutes and like oh yeah that was the feeling I was getting <laughs> yeah and you know we told them what we were up there for I said you know I said I live back in Newberry I could just flip around and go home at this point <laughs> but um, you know I told him what we were there for and I think he worked a little magic because he told me the cheapest room in the in the hotel was like a one bedroom I said, okay, let's go with that. You know, that's fine. And with my two kids, we can sleep in the same bed, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, we get up to the room. He he charged me for the cheapest room. We get up to the room, and we've got two double beds and a window seat that our youngest could sleep in like a bed. So I think he kind of, he felt bad for what I'd already gone through. Because here it is already, like, 9 30 at night and i'm still trying to find a place for us to to rest so that was nice actually got decent you know somewhat decent sleep i was afraid my i wouldn't hear my phone so i didn't let myself sleep sleep um but got up in the morning got everybody ready yeah since we have two kids that sleep like logs yeah 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 so (laughs) Get get up, get everybody ready, get down to the car, and the car don't start. <laughs> and Killian's like, I guess we're just not supposed to do this. I guess we're just not supposed to. I'm like, I am not giving up now. <laughs> well, what are, you know, what are your options? You're there anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I called there. I called the um, unit leader, and he was going to send somebody over to get the kids. So we get out of the get out of the van. I close my door. Nico closes her door. We get around the side. Killian's still getting out of his side, and he starts walking away with the door open because mm-hmm. we're going to go to the lobby to sit and wait. As we're walking, all of a sudden I start hearing ding, and I look back, and all the lights are on in the car. So I go and I look him have no idea how this happened but let me try it and the van starts right so 
we go and we do our whole day there and um, with their thing, which was fun, but it was long and tired. We were there for nine hours. By the time I get home, it's time for me to turn around and go to work. Yeah. And then I work till midnight, mm-hmm. Saturday, you know, 4 p.m. Saturday to midnight. Get home, can't fall asleep till about 2. Then have to be up for 4 because we've got to be back up to Greenville for 6. <sighs> and again, I couldn't do a full sleep because I'm afraid my... Right. I'm not going to hear my alarm. Yeah. So we drive all drive up all the way there and that day wasn't as long it was only like six hours mm-hmm. but, but then by the time you got home you're dead tired yeah 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 so did all that uh we found out the issue with the car is the connectors for the battery mm-hmm. um are not tight enough so we've got to get new connectors for the battery right. and i found out through looking at that that we don't even have the right battery in the car we did not put the wrong battery in, people. That's not no, us. We bought the car and it had the wrong bat- wrong size battery in it. <laughs> oh. So, but I tried working on that today. I called uh, Walmart mm-hmm. and they had, you know, I, I said, well, I've got a new battery in this car, but it's not the mm-hmm. right size. We bought the car from somebody and they put a new battery in, but they put the wrong bat- wrong size battery in. I said, I doubt you guys will yeah. let me exchange it. Since we don't, yeah, right, right, since we you know, since we didn't buy it. He goes, Well don't tell me what you just told me and just come in and tell me you have the wrong size battery. Okay. I'm like, Oh, okay. So what do I do? I go to Walmart, take the battery out of the car at the parking lot, take the battery into Walmart, go to the back and say, I have this battery that's not the right size. I I, I need this size. And you could see the recognition recognition in his face. So this is the guy I spoke to on the phone. And he goes, oh, well, we don't have that size battery in. <laughs> yeah, this is something that would have been good for you to tell me when we... Uh, I was on the phone with you. And I told you, okay, I'll be coming in. <laughs> now about, oh, I don't do it today. We don't have that battery. We'll have it in tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so now I've got to go all the way back up. Put the wrong battery back in the car. Wow. Uh, oh, and not to mention while I was at the at the campground today, I fell. You got bit by a spider and fell. Yes. The spider was biting me and I was trying to get the spider off of me and I fell. So you just had like a Magoo <laughs> freaking weekend. Or today too, but... Wow. If it could go wrong, it went wrong. Wow. And at this point, I'm like super tired. This would be fun. This would be like the equivalent of you doing drunken podcasts. I guess, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, well, then obviously you haven't had time to watch anything. No, I, I've watched the road in front of the car as I drove everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got to watch a lot of people shooting guns. That was fun. Yeah. That's what the event was for the kids. They were, um, one of the gun clubs was sponsoring a um, shooting event mm-hmm. for um, Glocks. Right. Yeah. There was one guy that was there. It was really cool. Yeah. He had no arms. He had learned how to shoot with his feet. That is crazy. That is cool. Yeah. That's crazy. 
It was, it was a good thing to show the kids. What was he like accurate? Oh, he was one of the best shooters there. Wow. We're, we're all sure he took some kind of oh. award or something. I mean, he he, cool. was, he was accurate. Wow. I mean, but I guess if you've got to learn to shoot with your feet, you've got to oh, yeah. be able to, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Aim and do all that. And... Is it, you think it might be easier to aim with your feet? You almost have a longer scope. Yeah, but you still have to line it up with your eyes. So I don't know how he would do that, I but know. I mean, I, I mean, obviously he's doing. I just haven't seen him that didn't. Yeah. See? Wow. I, I mean, it was a good example for the kids. You know, we were able to yeah. say, "Look, you know, just because odds are stacked against you doesn't mean you can't." Yeah, you can't adapt you can't to the situation and go. Yeah. Well, there was there was one mom. I like the way she put it. She when she was talking to the kids, she goes. It's a great example of how a disability is not an inability. Yeah. You know. That's cool. So, that was fun. That's cool. The kids, the kids enjoyed it. They did stuff like you know, um, changing out the targets in between. Right. And, and I think there was one of the bays where they um, actually helped with the scoring too. So. Yeah. Or running at least running the scoring from the bay to the keepers, but and then yeah. also. Concessions and stuff, right? Well, we had we had a um, tent there, right, for the young Marines. You know, letting people know who we were and, and what we were about. And we had uh, beef sticks. People mm-hmm. liked our beef sticks. Cool. <laughs> and then, uh, like picking up brass too. Yeah, yeah, that was that, that was one of their jobs. Cool. But yeah, because they said you know when you've got. You know, I think it was a total of six bays mm-hmm. um, with with different types of, you know, um, I don't want to say types of competitions, but it's uh, like in the first bay, they were, the, um, the targets were metal plates. Mm-hmm. And then in another one, they were um, cardboard, but in a, in a, in a shape. Okay. And then in another in another one, it was cardboard again, but in a different shape. So, like, different rounds. Yeah. And I don't think you had to go in all of them. Oh. I think you could sign up for particular ones, but... Right. I mean, it was it was a fun event to, to watch. Hmm. Cool. And the kids enjoyed it, and they were... It was nice as the... Um having the organizers of the event come over to our tent and tell us how well um, behaved our, our kids were and, and they listened and they, they followed all the safety yeah. protocols because when we dropped the, the first day when we dropped them off they had to go into a little classroom and they took the time to talk to them about safety and yeah and, and whatnot and then they also took them over before they actually assigned them to the different bays they took them over to the safety point where you could go and clean your guns and stuff like that. And, um, you know, they did another lesson over there. So it was nice having getting the feedback that our kids were very well behaved and they respected them immensely for that. Cool. Cool. So not a typical weekend in any regard. No. No, no, no. I will end up saying that the that first hotel, even till today, refused to refund the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but the booking company 
um, gave us a hundred dollar coupon mm-hmm. for any of their other right hotels that we have to use within the next year. So I figure it's probably the best I'm gonna get. Yeah, is it? You know, it's not worth my time to continue to call mm-hmm. on a daily basis and try and get money back. Yeah, it's just well, what I found is funny is that you got an email. From the company, from the hotel. hotel, yeah, thanking you for your stay and hoping you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> like, uh, no, crack Dan, I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> well, right before we, right before we started this, I found a website that was reviews for that hotel, and apparently, I am far, far from the only person that's had that issue. Well. Wow. Well, they actually seem to be, a lot of them are saying it's a scam, that they will cancel the booking on you. Really? Or they'll somehow, at certain points, mess with the booking. Now, you would think that the booking company, who is reputable, mm-hmm. would be well, see, and that, known about this. Right, see, and that was my whole thing was, you know, I when I spoke to the booking company, mm-hmm. and there's a reason, guys, why we're not mentioning yeah, why? names. Yeah. Now, I will say, okay, I will blast out the hotel. Mm-hmm. Never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, stay in an OYO hotel. That's O-Y-O. Mm-hmm. Never stay in an OYO hotel. Now, and you'll have to watch because... The OYO company mm-hmm. buys other hotel names. So when you get there, it won't say OYO. Mm-hmm. It'll have, like, this one was a deluxe inn. But it's an OYO owned, owned hotel. Now, you and I had stayed at one before. If any, And I think we talked about it when we got back. Yeah. When we, when when we, we went, went to Atlanta. Right. In November for Buried Alive. Right. And I think we talked about it on, on the podcast. not the nicest place. I mean, it was, it, I didn't it, feel unsafe. It just was pretty Bush League. Right. I mean, what we have? Uh, there was a part where we could see the concrete on the floor. Yeah. There wasn't, like, carpet or anything there. And there was a hole, uh, like, somebody had punched a hole Yeah. in the bathroom door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was still there. Yeah. You know, so, I mean... That right there is just like, like you said, it's Bush League. Mm-hmm. But it's it wasn't an issue of safety. No. The, this other one was certainly an issue with safety. Yeah. And basically, you know, what I tried telling the um, booking company, and I may still write them an email so they, you know, kind of get this, mm-hmm. is when they have these hotels listed on their sites... They're in a partnership where they are representing those hotels, and those hotels are representations of them. Right. You know, they're in a when they're in a partnership. So, asking this booking company, do you really want to be associated with them? Right. Associated with hotels that are drug havens that allow prostitution. And actually, reading some of the, uh, com uh, like some of the comments, mm-hmm. some of them actually get a single person can't book a hotel room. Now, an unmarried couple 
can book, but they will call the cops on an unmarried couple booking a hotel room. What? The world is that? No clue. I think it may have something to do. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even want to to go into that on here because I, I have like no... a single person might book it with Dean Turner bringing a prostitute in. I don't know. Weird. I I, I have an idea, but I, I don't know. If I really should have said it, because I don't know if I want to manifest it. I don't even know if that's the right This word. is an unofficial, non-Yelp <laughs> Yelp review. <laughs> These are our opinions. And speculations. Alright, let me put it this way without having... The owners of the Oyo brand uh-huh. are not American. Uh-huh. And I believe their culture has many um, restrictions with like marriage and, and relationships that way. And I think that they're bringing that into the hotel, into the way that they run the hotel. Oh, so what you're saying is... That they have a very conservative view of yes of what is deemed proper sexual conduct, yes. and they don't want that yes. even in their hotels. Yes, okay. But, th- but this particular hotel that I wanted to go to, or won't allow prostitutes, prostitute. or or won't allow it, but will yeah, kind so of. It's, because they, they were several reviews. I mean, there was one, I think it was a woman, if I'm not mistaken, if, if I'm reading her moniker right. Mm-hmm. And she said that, you know, she had booked the hotel. Nobody told her she couldn't. She gets there and they tell her that um, first they let her go in and then they come up and tell her that she can't stay, that she has to leave because single people are not allowed to stay there. And they actually get the police involved. Wow. Wow, that is weird. Yeah. But I mean, and that wasn't the only review that I read that was like that. So, you know, I got, I read some things like that. And then I I read the other about the changing reservations and then making cancellations and there was one that when he showed up they had him booked for two rooms for a week in each room Uh so like in tandem so he wanted two rooms for one week is what they had him down for and he said no I just need one room for the week so they said okay well we'll it's obviously a double booking we'll fix it right. he goes to check out and they charged him for both for, the, for both rooms for the whole week <laughs> and they won't they because it wasn't during the window they won't won't refund the other week that was their mess up yep but they won't refund them because their cancellation policy is strict 
Wow. So, so guys, when I say don't mess with an Oyo yeah. hotel. Yeah, we're don't. doing y'all a favor here. <laughs> don't, say, don't say, well, I need something. Because my whole thing was, you know, when we had stayed in it, like, again, it wasn't a safety issue. It just, you know, wasn't the yeah. nicest. And, you know, trying to save money. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's yeah, at bit. that point, we were really trying to save money. Right, but but even now, it was like, okay, it's just one night. It's uh-huh. not a huge deal. The kids and I can deal with it. But, yeah, that wasn't the... Because I looked at the um, reviews at the booking company, and a lot of it was, you know, the room wasn't that great. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. So that's what I figured the lower review was for. Right. But... Yeah, yeah, no. Definitely went a lot deeper than that. Yeah. It was while I was trying to sleep after we finally got to the Motel 6 that I found all of those oh, wow. really okay. bad reviews. There was one lady. She's, I don't understand. I didn't understand her review. She was talking about how she got approached by... She checked in, was trying to get out of her car, and she got approached by the police. And was told that, you know, they do checks every two hours in that parking lot. Which, I mean, tells you something right there. Yeah, I think. (laughs) But she was mad at them that they were asking her why she was there. Mia would have taken that as an indication that I don't want to be here. Yeah, I can't believe that. It's me. (laughs) That would have been like, thanks for the warning. See you later. (laughs) Wow. So I didn't un- I didn't quite understand her review. She basically gave the police uh, police department a bad review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oil was was all right, you know, but the cops they were idiots. <laughs> yeah, she and they drive by. They drive in every two hours. It's annoying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It'd be great if the cops didn't drive by and check on people's safety. Damn it. Wow. So, yeah. I'm sorry I'm taking up all of our time. No! This is... This is fun. This is great. Well, okay. Reminds me of the talk that we wound up having last night. Talking about, like, bad reviews of things and the way people, uh... The irony of the Facebook post. Mm Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll get, we're going to that now. I think it segues yeah. nicely Yeah, yeah we're going to that now. Okay. Man, I'm talking a lot on this one. No, I'm go ahead. This. No, this is good. This is great stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. anyway, I'm in the hotel. Still can't sleep. So I'm going through Facebook, and there's this woman. I've seen several of these memes set talking about those um, the children in Georgia that were the missing children that right. were found um, that they were going to be part of a human trafficking. Right. Right. Okay. So they found these children and rescued them. Awesome. No Great. what? Like what is it? Like thirty five? Thirty nine. Thirty nine. Thirty nine okay. kids. Okay. Great. Yeah. Awesome. It is. Wonderful. Because I'd seen articles, I'd seen several people posting the articles for 
better part of 24 hours at that point. Mm -hmm. And then I started seeing all these memes about the mainstream media not talking about it. Right. And that this should be blasted everywhere. And I'm sitting there thinking, I know of at least 20 people that posted about it. So apparently somehow it's out. Right. And people know about this. Hmm. How it came out? Right. Okay. So anyway, there was this really um, popular Christian author, speaker, teacher, whatever. Right. And she made a post about how the mainstream media should be embarrassed that this isn't, that they're not talking about this. Okay. Okay. And... So she's saying no one's talking about it. Right, she's saying that no one's talking about it, and it really tells you about where the priorities of mainstream media are. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, she obviously must have broke this story herself. Well, you know how she broke it. How? What's her source? Her source was a link that she had on her post Uh to a news story by a news outlet, um, K.A., T.O., so I guess K2 or Katu or however you okay. want to say it, which is an affiliate of ABC. You mean it's not an underground? An affiliate of ABC. And the article that was written to go with it was from Fox 2. All right, so mainstream media is not covering no, this. They are not covering They're not it. covering this, and to prove it, she is going to show show you a clip or or an article from an ABC affiliate via a Fox affiliate. Yes. That the mainstream media is not covering this. Got it. (laughs) So I kind of commented, I'm like, because the other thing that I did was I'm like, okay, well, let me see that I checked when was her post written. At that point, her post was like, had been like six hours old. So then I went to Google, and I Googled up, you know, 39 children rescued Georgia. And I had like two or three pages of all different kinds of articles from all different kinds of sources, including a Washington Washington Post, New York Times, all these large and out there mainstream media outlets all had articles that were at least a day old at that point. And the story was only about two or three days old. Exactly. So. No. So, well, that that was the comment I made. I said, if you Google, you will find multiple, multiple articles and stories talking about this. Mm -hmm. I said, and the irony of you using Mm -hmm. one of these articles... To say how they're not making, they're not saying anything about this. It just, it, I don't even know how to. Yeah. It's basically she has a narrative and she doesn't. Exactly. She wants to push it regardless yeah. of whether it's and, true or not. And it's like that way on all sides. Like, remember with the, the Charleston shooting? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a month later, and people I knew, like from 
school and stuff back in the day were posting things on Facebook going, there was a shooting in Charleston where so many people died in a church and nobody is talking about it. And I'm like, what rock do you live under? No one is talking. Number one, I live in South Carolina. Oh, it was talked about. It was talked about. Not only was it talked about, I know of one church in particular mm-hmm. that raised $100,000 mm-hmm. for that church. Right. And it wasn't, it was far from the only church that did that. doing it for that. Yep. It was all over the But in this guy's little tin can of, of influence, Nobody's talking about it. Right. And it's like, well, if you stopped getting your uh, news from, like, GIFs and GIFs memes, and, and stuff, yeah. you might, yep. you might have, have learned something. Um, oddly enough, um, one of the shows that we started watching is uh, Bull on CBS. Right, with Michael Weatherly. Who was on NCIS. And he... How do I describe what he does? He <laughs> He's a trial scientist. Right. And uh, when like, um, so Like law trial. Right, legal. Right. Legal trial. So when... If there's a real hard case... That's defending, you know, and the court of opinions already been out a lot. Mm-hmm. He will, if he, and he does it if he really believes these people are innocent. Right. We're only three episodes in, but he will scientifically try to Im- Influence the influence jury. Influence the jury. I mean, it's... it's it and plays break a big through part. prejudices and... Right. Especially the episode that we watched last night. Right. Which I have to finish. I think I fell right. asleep before. And the main crux of it is there was a girl who was raped on a college campus. And I think it was five years later. I thought it was three. three it might have been three years later. Um... Her assailant was killed. So everybody thinks, well, she did it. Well, she you're missing. Him. There was a. There was a. Um, the reason. The reason that everybody thought she did it because I mean the rape was not like public news at the time. No, there was a podcaster. There was a podcast who, because she didn't even. She brought it up mm-hmm. to the school. And it was, oh, well, we'll look into it. And that was mm-hmm. it. So. Right. So there was nothing legally done, done at, the at time. all. So there was no record of it, no anything. Right. There was a podcaster who. Who thought who she was. Who thought who she was. Ousted her as the victim. Mm-hmm. And then spun this narrative. That she had, that there, she had to have been the one. That she kill. had to have been the one to kill. So so this victim didn't want her name out there. Her name was out there. She wanted to, you know, 
kind she of just trying let to it move, move, move on. on. But this podcaster didn't allow it. It became the crux of what this girl's show was, what this podcast was. Mm-hmm. And they, I mean, the jury, they couldn't even pick a jury because everyone, this was a podcast that everyone listened to, evidently. This was like Joe Rogan on steroids, I guess. Everyone listened to it. Hint. Everybody listen. Everybody listen to this podcast. <laughs> but, and and that's what I'm saying, is everyone thought they had facts. Mm-hmm. But they had this one lady's facts, which she was completely twisting, that she was omitting things. She's like, well, I just didn't think it was relevant. It wasn't relevant. It wasn't the whole story. Without it. It wasn't even half the story. Right. But everyone thinks, you know, their idea of research. Oh, well, well I've researched this subject. What would you do? You looked at three freaking articles or, or you looked at Twitter and found a headline. You didn't investigate shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I find that, you know, I and know that's that I'm with cutting in. Everything. That's with everything that's going on now mm-hmm. with things. Everyone, Everyone's a freaking expert on this. It's with... Attention spans have gotten so... Short, where I mean, and, and I'm guess I've heard it before. That it's the whole like the whole Twitter phenomenon, you know. That yeah. you, you can't um, the 140 characters, right? Whatever. Yeah. It, it has, you know, it has to be less than that. Used to be where you know you would have lengthy articles. Then they kind of went to smaller articles. Now people don't even read the articles. They want to get all the facts in like a in five, a five, five or ten words in a headline. Yeah. Because it used, it used to be, if you if there was an article, you had your headline. Mm-hmm. Then you had your first uh, paragraph, which pretty much summed up what the story was. Right. So you can get everything about the meat and potatoes in the headline, the first paragraph, and the last paragraph. Right. Everything else in the middle were details. Details. And yeah, okay. And for people who are interested in that thing, right. it's good. And then depending on the paper, you would get whatever angle. Or whatever. Right. Now, you don't get that far. You get that headline and then... Yeah, I mean, how many times have I gotten into discussions on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Where, you know, people... Uh, there was one the other day about some, uh, some big wig. I'm not going to yeah. go into names. Uh, it had talked about an affair. Yeah. So all of a sudden it was like, well, he should be fired. He, sh- you know, he, uh, his wife should divorce him, and blah 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 blah. If anybody had bothered to read the article, uh-huh. the wife had an affair, not him. But everybody's, uh-huh. oh, he should be fired. He should be this. He should be that. He did not have the affair. Wow. Now there were accusations. Cat again. Um, Country cat, knock it off. There were some allegations that he, that he did know, and that he actually would watch, but he denies that. Uh-huh. So until that's proven, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, and I guess the one—he's a Christian, a, a 
big high Christian. Okay. Um, and the art, the main people writing the article are anti-Christian. So of course they're saying the person that's making the accusations has all this evidence, and they try giving what they consider evidence. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. I. I mean, I see it all the time. I see it all the time, though. Yeah. And then you have people who share blogs that they've written. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't say it's the wordiest or lengthiest blog. It was maybe a two or three minute read. Right. So it wasn't, you know, really long. But it talks about, it was talking about a, you know, very specialized topic. And, you know, he posted it um, with a little blurb at the top, which would make people want to read it and respond. Right. So somebody read it responded in kind and it was of the christian nature so people so this person was bringing up verses to counter what this person said in the blog and whatnot and i would say broke it up very nicely oh, yeah. the it, way you know i mean as far as the sentence structure right it wasn't like it, a it wasn't of, like a long thing no indents no uh punctuation right. it was three or four sentences in a block a space Three or four sentences right. in a, a space. You know, bite-sized chunks. Right. Now, I'd say it was probably equal in wording to the blog. Mm-hmm. So the person who wrote the blog, instead of responding and, and saying, well, no, this is why I don't see that this way, and that's why I don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. Did you really expect me to read that? Was his response. Yeah. What? Read all of that. Yeah, read all of that. So you're going to make this post with, with this blog that you've written. Oh, and I laughed at it. <laughs> I mean, I, I especially in that group, I try not to be too snarky because you and I are both moderators on that. Mm-hmm. But I had to do the laugh uh, mm-hmm. emoji thing, reaction, mm-hmm. because it was ridiculous. And especially since I kind of, I'm kind of owed a finder's fee on that. Yeah. Since the blog <laughs> the about you. specifically referenced a conversation that he and I had, yeah. though he didn't use my name, I will say that. Yeah. But it was obvious because they referenced our conversation. Heavily. So it Heavily. was like, <laughs> you expect me to read that? I was like, bah! <laughs> you fool. Oh. And I'm like, um, yeah, I think he did expect you to read yeah. it. About uh, as much as you expect us to read your nonsense. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, and I noticed he didn't respond to anybody. There were several. Good Lord, cat. There were several people that had made comments and yeah. countering what he had said in the blog. And again... There were no responses. So I kept waiting, thinking, you know, okay, I know different, you know, you never know where somebody lives unless you, right. and I'm not, I don't, like, I'm not a creeper. I don't go look right. at people's pages. Right. So I, I had no idea where he lived, 
you know, right. or where his sleep schedule would right. be. Right, you so, oversee, or you, you're right, you work nights and whatever. Right, so I just kind of, you know, I was waiting in hours upon hours upon hours, and I'm like, well, maybe he is sleeping, maybe, you know, right. sleeping and then going to work and, and whatnot. Yeah. Well, then I people see... People do the, have life outside of right. Facebook. Right. Somebody. Oh, yeah, I hate those, I hate those people where it's like, like, ten minutes later, well, I guess you didn't... Don't have an answer for me. No, I guess I have a life. <laughs> uh, I just feel like saying it, and I don't know if it's because I tired. I was just taking a shit. Sorry. <laughs> you want to know the truth? There it goes. <laughs> but no, so I was being patient and waiting, and I see him post another question on the same page completely unrelated question but so now he has this other post which i'm assuming he's wanting people to read and Mm -hmm. respond to Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i responded to it and i said i know this is off topic for the for the post but am i to assume from this that you're no longer wanting to discuss that Because he had answered, yeah. and now he was posting something different, which tells me he's awake, he's right. on Facebook, because I think by when I saw that post, it was only like 20 minutes. Right. <laughs> so and I yeah. guess your blog went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> yeah, so I never went back. <laughs> and Well, he never responded to that one either, and that's the only reply to that conversation, <laughs> is mine saying. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, people do. People's attention spans just are. Yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Well, and and I can't, I can't say that I'm not affected by it some in some ways. Mm-hmm. Because I will say, like, if somebody shares a YouTube video with me, and if 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 it's over like fifteen twenty minutes, I'm like, oh hell no. Uh-uh. No, <laughs> if, if you can't convey, if it's a, depending on what it is, if you're doing a video, have a point. It, it's like a movie. Mm-hmm. You've got 15 minutes to grab me. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to have your big, you know, you don't need your page 30 moment right off the bat, but... You better give me something, and if you can't grab me and keep and get me reeled in in fifteen minutes, I'm not waiting around. Oh, see, but that's what I'm saying. But for me, and this is what I'm saying, I'm actually noticing it in mm-hmm. myself a little bit. Like I will read beyond headlines. Right. I will read articles. I will read mm-hmm. the blog. But like if somebody's sharing a video with me, and I click into that video. And I see that the video is 15, 17 minutes. Oh, even minutes. at that point, you, you won't even go that far? No. <laughs> if the video is 15 to 17 minutes, I'm, I'm not sitting there for 17 minutes and watching this. And I'll turn it off. I won't even give it that. Unless I'm really, really, really in the mood to hear that particular topic. Uh. Or I'm moving on to the next thing. I'm not giving it. 17 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I... But you, I mean, you have the opportunity when you're driving and yeah, stuff. So even true. if you're not... And, or if I'm at work, I'll do paperwork and I'll 
have the you you because you're yeah. not sitting there watching it. You'll have your phone down and you're just listening to the audio. Right, which is the reason why I don't do video podcasts. Mm-hmm. I will I will do supplemental material. I will do interviews. I will do trailer things or you know, but this podcast will not go in its form onto YouTube with our logo there. Right. I, I right. you know, it's easier. If you can do that, if you can watch the podcast on YouTube, you can just as easily and probably easier just listen on mm-hmm. the 15 podcasters that mm-hmm. we're on. And I'm not dissing any podcasts that do that. That's for you. Good for you. And we'll support you in, in how you want to do yeah. the podcast. Now, there are some that I know who do the audio, who have their video podcast, like our buddies at I Heart Geek. They will do their Zoom type podcast with them interacting, take that audio and right. put it on so, a podcast. So it's and kinda- I will be honest. I watch the YouTube, and then, chances are, I'll probably listen again. That's just me. Right. You know, if a movie has three audio commentaries, I'm watching that video four times. I'm watching that movie four times. Uh-huh. And it, uh, kind of the same thing, but not. But anyway. All right. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I mean, it, but you and I are in different situations. Right. I'm here with the kids, so half the time right. I don't, your time your time I don't is, have seventeen quiet minutes to right. Your time isn't as malleable, <laughs> and what you can do, I guess malleable would be the term. You know, with me, I'm doing paperwork, so I can listen. I can multitask and do that. You can't if you're teaching the kids or well, whatever. You you can't be listening to a podcast and teach your kids. You can't be, I mean, you can do it and clean, but you can't do it with that. You can't do it with... But see, I can't, just for me, I can't do it and clean. Oh. Because if something something happens and I miss just a part of it... You're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I get it. So I need to have, if I'm going to listen, I need to focus, so I need to have that undivided Mm -hmm. attention. And that's why for me, where it's like, you know... Five, six, even up to ten minutes, <coughs> I might watch a video. When you're getting into the fifteen and above. Right. When you're getting into an hour long podcast, the way this is. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what we're gonna do real quick. Commercial break. Commercial break. Hey. This is Crazy Keith at Say It Podcast. Looking for a show with hosts that are off their rockers? Well, we have a podcast for you. We have crazy jokes, good jokes, great jokes, and hilarious jokes. We offend big people, small people, stupid people, smart people, and even ourselves. We have a Facebook page, a Twitter feed, and have a podcast host. So please check us out at Say It Podcast because our podcast is insane. You can find Zia Podcast on Spotify, TuneIn, and Anchor. 
This is the Nostalgia Junk Podcast, where one person's junk is another person's childhood. I'm Matt McGraw. And I'm Kyle Smith. Join us each week as we take a deep dive into your pop culture consciousness and discuss everything from movies, TV, music, cartoons, toys, video games, and more. And we want to hear from you, so connect with us. Nostalgia means so many different things to so many different people, so share with us your favorite piece of nostalgia. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at NostalGunkPod. And you can subscribe to us on all the major podcast platforms. Let's get this thing up to 88 miles per hour, and we'll see you next week. Are you trapped in the 80s and love retro? But do you also want to know what's going on in the world today? Then you got to check out the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast starring me, Dags. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast is hilarious, and I guarantee it with a funny back guarantee. Now, here's a little taste of this powerful podcast. Now, yes. Br- yeah, Brian Dennehy, we all know him as the only person to kill Rambo in any of the Rambo movies. That's, that's right, <laughs> isn't it? That's correct, yes. Why do nerds get so mad when you when you do uh, ironic comedy like that? Because they're nerds. Yeah, I always they put got, it... They've got to be right. I, I put it up on Twitter. I always do my uh, powerful, ironic comedy. And if you mm-hmm. want to enjoy that comedy, please follow us on Twitter, at Amish B Machine. But I always tweet something, and they're like, Oh, actually, uh, Brian Dunhe did not kill him. Well, there you have it, guys. Go to AmishBabyMachine.com and subscribe now. Okay, awesome commercials. See, normally we get into the heavier stuff at the end. Yeah, but we didn't even talk about anything that we watched with the exceptional bolt. Because well, I didn't watch anything. You didn't. Um, well, that Big Brother, I watched Big Brother. Yeah. That's another cluster. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, Cobra Kai is on Netflix. And yes, people like, Cobra Kai, hasn't this been out for a while? Yes, it was on YouTube. I watched two episodes on YouTube, and I wasn't paying for YouTube Red. So, I sat on that, and now it's on Netflix. And it's freaking awesome. Um, if anyone is n- n- not sure of what Cobra Kai is, about... I don't know. I started noticing it about five or six years ago. Where people were kind of rethinking Karate Kid a little bit. And how they were really looking at it through the perspective of... Daniel was actually the antagonist in the Karate Kid. You know, he was the one that was picking fights. He couldn't leave well enough alone. You know, he had his running with Johnny at the beach and whatnot, and they left everything alone. He's the one that got them all wet in the uh, shower when they were rowing a J and all that. And then he was, once he had the protection of Mr. Miyagi and the agreement that no one would beat on Daniel until... After the competition, Daniel took that as this like golden parachute to further antagonize Johnny, knowing that he wouldn't get beat up. 
And then at the end, he wins with an illegal kick to the face. Well, Cobra Kai is kind of the the story kind of through Johnny's eyes. You know, what, 30 years later. And, you know, the roles are kind of reversed now. Johnny's living in Reseda. He's down on his luck. You know, his father was a piece of... His stepdad was a piece of crap. His mom died. He's, you know, not doing well. Daniel is now this big uh, luxury automobile salesman. He, he owns the dealerships. And he's still riding the glory of being... You know, this karate champ from 30 years before. And he's kind of become a little bit of a douche. And Johnny wants to open up Cobra Kai. He starts mentoring this kid. Daniel doesn't want him to open Cobra Kai. So Daniel starts pretty much bullying Johnny. And then it all kind of comes to a point where it's this even balance of... Both of them kind of going at each other. Both of them going through this giant midlife crisis thing. And it it, it gets kind of crazy. Um, really good fighting. Uh, choreography is really good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to season three when it drops. When it comes out, so. Cobra Kai, that's what we've been watching. Well, that's what I've been watching. I also watched, uh... Well, that's pretty much what I've been watching. So. I think I'm gonna leave it here. Guys, I'm working on something with a couple of buddies of mine. I'll let you know when that's going through. Follow us on the show on the socials, Twitter, Facebook, the group, uh, Instagram, everything else. Go to YouTube, check out our YouTube channel, and show us love. Show us love. Follow, like, get your friends to follow. Get your friends to. Rate and review. It helps us out. It helps spread the word. Get everyone uh, listening to Hall Podcast and making this the juggernaut it was meant to be. So, I think that's it. I think so. We'll catch you next time, guys. It is no job. Love y'all. Peace.